has a very basic form, uh, capable to change, to change, to change, to change, to change. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to Loaded Cube. No, this is not a game show. This is just a chat show. Um, so uh, yeah, so we, we saw what we said was uh, we we we'd bring back our, our we we kind of ditched live line and we we we'd, we'd uh, bring back something slightly different. So this is what we came up with, and uh, it may evolve as the weeks go on. But uh, how are you, first Pete? Being honest. Um... I'm a bit of shit at the moment. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Uh, I was stuck all weekend uh, with a plaster at home while he was ruining my house. Uh, crap all over the floor. And you know what? I thought Newcastle was going to help it all. We're going to get three points and everything's going to be okay. But it wasn't. Because <laughs> that did not go to plan. <laughs> the rest are a bunch of pricks. VAR's an even bigger prick. And it's ruined my weekend, um, and now I'm back at work, and that's shit as well. So, uh, yeah, it's not been it's not it's not been a great few days. I got to be honest. Uh, the only pleasure I had is the plaster is a big Leicester fan, and watching him scream and cry at the fact they got trounced by Brighton was my only saving grace this weekend. So that's how I feel. How are you guys? <laughs> I think Grand Pete, you know, compared to that, I'm brilliant. Uh, but, uh, you know, look, look, you came to the right place. We came here to hopefully cheer you up a bit. Uh, not promising a replay or three points, but um, let's let's uh, try, and, try and see uh, what everyone else has, has to talk about. So at the moment, we have three people uh, in the green room. So uh, should we get to it? So uh, just maybe uh, as well as so people know if, if we want to come on in the future is that yeah, you, if you come on, uh, we bring on p- uh, people one at a time. You come on, and you have to come with your, your cam on as well because we want to see you. We want to see you. Yeah, we want to make you the star of the show. So let's get our first star out. And the first star, great name this to start off with. It's Darren, spelled the right way. Darren. Hello, boys. How's it going? Hey, hey Darren. How's it going? Not too bad. Um... <laughs> Well, it's the same as Pete, to be fair. I'm still a bit angry and a bit upset with the the nil-nil on Saturday, the referee getting things wrong again, Vol. I, I, every, week, every week now, we're talking about VR. I, I, we need, something needs to be done in football to, to get rid of them. Well, not, not get rid of it, improve it, because the old way wasn't working, and this way is not working. The, the men that they... 
do the correct job and they're not doing it. No, exactly. Exactly, Darren. Um, for, for, for me, it's, I think I probably said it when I was on the reaction show with Richie, it's, I don't have a problem with VAR, right? But I, it's the it's problem for me is the people operating in the background. And, and um, in, it's very rare. I think we just talked about it off air. It's very rare then, let's say, if if they they give one decision and the referees aren't I don't have the confidence apart from one maybe uh, to overrule that decision then if they if they know that, that what they've said is is the correct call and they've seen it back and they 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 they've seen it from a different angle themselves than what they're seeing on TV uh, they should be brave enough to, to to make the call I think I think uh, you had said Darren that um, Michael Oliver made made a made a overturned what, what Barr was selling them uh, to do at the, at the weekend. But uh, apart from that, yeah, it's it's, it's poor. It's, it's piss poor, really. And until there's, there's some change, uh, we're, we're, which you would hope it's, it's going to be too late for, for, the, for the, the what's gone before us. But uh, into the future, we hope um, this is kind of going to put a, a, a dent into it and try and spur it on a bit. It's like, it's, it's like they haven't got a backbone by back themselves. They're like... Their own opinion and, and they don't do that in the year at all. I'm, I'm, I've, I've made a mistake. I mean, I need to get corrected. But like, VAR didn't help the referee on, on Saturday because you only showed him a little bit the accident. It didn't show you the full clip. Will it go in? Defender pushing him. They only showed it. Will it go in into the keeper? But it didn't show you the full video footage. And that, that's probably the worst, the worst bit of it. No, ex- exactly. Uh, I'd agree, and like, because um, what it was, there was two two angles, and they seemed they seemed to just show the ref the 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 one from the front, but the one from the back, you can see the, the clearly that the push. I have it on the system still. The push on on Willock and push was right into the, the keeper. So and and then then again, like uh, from from that angle, if if he's not going to give the goal, then it has to be a penalty. That's the the other the other side. But Pete, I, I know your thoughts. But your thoughts. <laughs> Well, it's just shit, isn't it? <laughs> it's just shit. Um, and you know what? I think I think if it was against a different side, if it was if it was maybe against West Ham at home or someone else like that, an Arsenal, someone like that, I could maybe be okay with it. Uh, not not okay with it. I'm not accepting it at all. But maybe I wouldn't feel the way I feel. I think the fact that we've lost out on a goal that should have been ours and it's against Palace and we dominated them and we were the better side throughout and we had so many chances you know that's what frustrates me because it's a game that we really should have won and could have won and it's against a team that you know aren't bad they're kind of middle of the road and they're the teams that we need to beat in order to move up but in terms of for me I just think there's too many now. It's not a one-off with Newcastle. There are some people in the media that have said that, um, in 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 the northeast media that have said, you know, it's 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 not a kind of witch hunt against Newcastle. What it feels like it to me. I don't know what others feel. I don't know what you feel, Daz or Darren. But it feels like a witch hunt to me. It feels like there's been so many decisions going back from last season to this season that have gone against us constantly that something's not right here and it just feels too blatant for me Mm -hmm. and that's where it needs to stop there needs to be a line drawn under it 
to say, hold on a second, something's not right because it's affecting football. It doesn't feel like it's a fair game. We've lost so many points from the Ryan Fraser situation before Christmas all the way through to the this season. And only this season, we're only six games in. But Darren, Daz, Daz, and, Daz and Richie on the reaction show talked about all of the other all the other incidences in such a short space of time that's affected Newcastle. There you go. There you go. I'll take the comment off. You know, that, that's, that's that's not that's not a one-off for me. That's not just a coincidence that it's happened. You look at all of them, and all of them are, are in my opinion, blatant. All of them, and they keep going uh, going um, against Newcastle. And it comes to the point where I'm starting to think that you know you always think, guys, Daz, Darren, and those in those in the green room, you might have an opinion on this as well. You always think to yourself, you know what? Over the course of the season, it evens itself out. We're going to get our fair share back, but with the amount that we've already suffered, yeah. and the season's only six games in. I don't believe that we will. If no. anything, I think that it's going to be imbalanced. That we're going to continue <laughs> to suffer. And we're not going to get those decisions back. I don't know what you guys think about that. I, I, I think you're right because, like, say, like the decisions were getting like Man, Man City with John Stones. He didn't win the ball. He won the player. Volley. Need one to give consideration. Penalty was a blame penalty. If that's anywhere on the pitch, it's a free kick because it's Newcastle United, or we're not given big six again. Like, it's just big decisions. Referees are missing out. And I think it's happening. I told you, you, I think it's happening too many times now. Not just a one-off. It's every week. And how 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 far is it going to continue? Yeah, I think I think uh, as well. What what I think the cl- the club are seeing this as well. And uh, and I know Amanda was was talking to Tyneside Life about it as well. I think yesterday. But um, they they're probably looking at it in the big picture and and the project. As they're saying they're highlighting this now. They're probably going. They're probably referencing back to last season and these six decisions now again. And yeah, something doesn't add up here. Uh, get 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 your house in order because. Like now, now it's 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 been highlighted. If it's if it can keep keeps continuing to to happen, then it, there is definitely a conspiracy theory uh, against us. I'm not saying there is now, but um, the, it's just like, and and that in, in one way it's probably no harm because we we are thinking big picture and long term and and the project and it has ruined the start of the season for us. But it, when when we get stronger and stronger, then. Uh, Hopefully this mess is, is, is sorted out and, and it's it's uh, we're playing and we're not asking for a favor we just want an equal playing ground here uh, when it comes to decisions. But um, look before we we we, we let you go, Darren, I want to uh, ask it. Do you want to tell your other story? Because uh, uh, <laughs> a happier note because I thought that was interesting. On a Sunday, I was out with the, with the dogs and um, he little mom's dog went run to his little kid. Knocked the lock, like knocked the robot by mistake. And I went, Sorry, pal. I looked, it was already home. And oh, hello, pal. Harry. <laughs> so I said, We've got robbed on air. Sunday, we've got robbed on Saturday. And I, I, he said, Basically, yes. But he, but it was with his boys and his friends, friends or some of our family, and we're even playing cricket with them and with the kids. And it's good to see how, how, to, how to work. He's doing family stuff. So I think, um, I didn't really like, I was. Kicking the ball with his young kid and his young girl, like, but I'm playing football with the kids. But it was good. He's a lovely lad, nice to talk to, easy approach. He doesn't, he is a nice fella, like, 
and when he was gone, I, I I took a picture of him for his family, and I got a picture of my friends. But it's he's a lovely lad, and I like say it's good to see him out of football, spending time with the kids and his friends. You know what I mean? Because it's football is so much demand on him. He's, he needs to like get his stress out of the way and with the kids. You know, do you know what I mean? But I, I couldn't believe when I seen him first. I thought I, I thought I was saying things when I seen him. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love that story. That, that, that's a class story, Darren. And uh, I think uh, we're, looks like we're going to lose Pete. But uh, I think uh, you, you'll be on Sean Casey's list of targets now for January because uh, Eddie, Eddie Howe scouting yet. Yeah? So watch out. Your name may, may be up in lights there. But uh, um, I, I'll, I'll put you back in the green room, Darren, and, and say thanks for coming on. Uh, hopefully Pete comes back and enjoys me as well. But uh, th- thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, sure, we might see you on, on future shows. Yeah, uh, definitely. Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks a minute. Take care. Yeah, bye-bye. 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 So that was Darren, our first guest on Loaded Cube. So I imagine Pete is going to disconnect and reconnect in a second, so we'll give him a chance. But while we're waiting, uh, next in in uh, on tonight is a familiar face in Sam. Welcome, Sam. Evening. Hello. How's it going, buddy? Just the two of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Very romantic, Sam. Uh, well, how's things with you, buddy? Hi, all good. I'm all right now. Obviously, I had COVID a couple of weeks ago, but went back away last week. I'm fine. I, I was wrecked, like, because well, I just I lived for three or four days and it just wiped us completely. Like, I mean, uh, I've had all my jobs and that, but I'm like, like, oh, like, the only thing I could do was have a shower, and after that, I was just purely not that. <laughs> I was like, I don't want that again for three or four days, <laughs> even for that short time. I don't want it again. No, uh, no, no one does. No one does. But uh, the main thing is that uh, you're, you're recovered, Sam, and you, you live to tell the tale. Um, so, yeah. what what is bothering you today, or what would you like to talk about? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, it's the it's the dark, dark nights. Unfortunately, I'm sick. I'm getting dark at half seven. No mind. No, no. It's, uh, <laughs> it's good. It's got to be our old friends and be on the officials, hasn't it? I'm, I'm still raging. I mean, I'm, I, I'm literally raging that much. I, I don't know how to like put it words wise. It's, you know, usually we're raging as a fa- usually we're raging as a fan base about players having bad games and getting thumped and being embarrassed on the pitch, but. The players are doing nothing wrong. It's the Muppets who are like this meant to be the officials who you're meant to respect and who you're meant to like look up to and who you who you meant to trust on the pitch who are getting everything wrong and who are literally stuck shafting us so bad it's ridiculous. And I've said I've I'm saying it now, there's definitely a conspiracy against Newcastle United, whether people like it or not. I mean the decisions keep adding up and the more that add up, the more there's a strong case for it and it's not hard the decisions to make. It's some of the decisions you don't even need me to make them. You should be able to make yeah. them yourself. And but the another thing as well I want to come up with is why did we have a referee in charge on Saturday who's only refereed seven games before in his career? Why in the Premier League? Why? Yeah, it, surely you, you earn your bread and sh- surely you earn your bread and butter by refereeing more games in the lower leagues and the Championship, League One, <laughs> League Two, Conference, whatever it's called now. If it's called that, I, I don't know. Some of my correctors. Um, you you ref so many games in them divisions, then you step up. But he's <laughs> seven games. I'm sorry, but like it just shows you he doesn't know what he's doing. If fair enough, he got the first decision right with because it was a goal, but then. To be influenced by a VAR official means that he's unsure. 
he doesn't know what he's doing. So why why is he being put in the Premier League to do to make him ultimately not have the balls to make his own decisions and have someone make these decisions for him? You know, it's when the fact that Lee Mason's being took off VR duty this weekend is just salt in the wounds, isn't it? It just shows to me that they know they've got it wrong. So why? I know it's not going to happen now, but in future, why can't they say, "Well, listen, you you get you get your three points because you would win the game one 0 because Palace didn't score in the game, so that for me is irrelevant." Um, and then you know you you can like go back. It's and like the problem is as well though, Mike Riley's leaving at the end of the year. He was a he's a twat, and it's been replaced by Howard Webb, who's another who's a, who's another one. So you're just replacing the toss off or a toss off. You know what I mean? I <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But my experience with him was, 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 was all, all Man United based. But uh, um, oh. yeah, I, I don't know. But he, what, 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 something that might interest you tomorrow, Sam, and, and, and anyone listening as well, because we're, we're, we're kind of focused on the VAR topic. And I, Pete is going to rejoin us. He just had to reboot everything in his house. But uh, is tomorrow oh. we have a show with uh, Keith Hackett. So. For a former Premier League referee, respected official, so he's coming on to give his views on all this controversy. So uh, that's one to to look forward to tomorrow night at half seven. So keep an eye on that. But uh, I think he was on know, talk sport this morning. I heard him, and he said he's, he's he said he's raging with all the decisions that are being made and all that. So it'll be interesting to hear what he's got to say. Exactly, and I think he had a um, part of Mark Douglas's article in iNews today. Um, uh, he goes into he, he quotes um, Keith Hackett as well, so he must have been talking to him too. So yeah, be interesting to get his take on it now tomorrow. But uh, I, I'm yeah. I'm not surprised that, that that's the topic you you came with, uh, Sam. <laughs> I think, like I said, it's going to take me a long time to get over all these decisions. Even when if we win at West Ham on Sunday, I'm not which. Again, I'm expecting yeah. us to get stuff or by something, you know, because it's just Newcastle United now, and it's just part of the territory where we seem to be coming across where we'll get denied a clear penalty, or we'll get denied an opposition a clear red card, or well, something will happen. You know, we'll be having the same conversation next week and the week after because it's Newcastle United, unfortunately. But do you not think that now that the, the the club are making a point of it, like, look, it's going to go on. Look at this, 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 and this. Uh, like surely they have to let let it give us something uh, along the way, uh, and uh, well, if it, if it's fifty fifty, go with the Newcastle side, uh, just just to, to keep them quiet for a while. But um, look, well, it, it could if it just keeps continuing the way it's going, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's well, definitely conspiracy I, theory. But... I agree, I agree with David. We showed them more with twenty two shots, but their keeper was the man of the match. And that, I'm sorry, but what he more was. can you do if their keeper's man of the match? <laughs> You know, it's just one of them days where he's keep up there, keep up had a worldie, and again, you know, I think, you know, I saw people criticising Isaac when I'm scoring. I thought, how long, man? You saw, but he licking his arse out the other night because he scored, and you were having a go at him. It was wrong. It's, it's. It, I think it's because his chance was so early in the game for him. He just wasn't, you know, like he didn't know what. I think it was just too quick for him, and I would be more concerned with the fact that. The people like Almiron, who Almiron had a good game, don't get us wrong, but he didn't create chances for Isaac, and neither did Fraser. I'd be more worried about that because Isaac's chances came from his own making. That's what I would be more worried about because, you know, Fraser and Almiron are on the pitch to create chances and they didn't create much. So that would be more that I would be more worried about. I mean, I think ASM will create more chances for him, but I just, yeah. you know, I yeah, think. 
Uh, Ho- hopefully we fit ASM and Bruno back um, at the at the weekend. So welcome back, Pete. Yeah, <laughs> look, all the stuff that's going on in my house—it's messing with my electric, so it keeps tripping. So I I do apologise. But no, it, it's an interesting point that you've made, Sam, about Isaac because. You, you know, uh, th- there has been a lot of stick thrown his way about missing that chance. I mean, you do expect him to score that, but um, maybe, do, do you think that's maybe a, a lesson learned by the way in which he tried to finish it? Do you think um, Eddie Howes maybe had a word with him and said, you know, we've already had this with with, with Jacob Murphy last season before <laughs> we took charge, obviously, against Watford. Do you think maybe Eddie Howes maybe had a word with him after that type of finish and said, you know what, just take it around the keeper and put it in the net. Yeah, I, th- I think you have said something because I received, remember the same thing happened with Almiron, didn't that? On his home debut, he went through 1-1 against Hartsfield and he tried to chip the keeper and he hit the post, didn't he? And luckily enough, obviously, what do you call him? Isaac scored at Liverpool and, well, sure scored. He scored twice, let's be honest, because the second one was onside. There's no doubt on that. It was onside. So. But, you know, it's, it's days where, again, if one player doesn't step up, another player has to step up. And, you know, uh, as, as much as I like Maggie for his work rate, and he hit the post, he didn't create anything for Isaac. And Fraser as well, I think his, I personally think his legs are gone for this Premier, for the Premier League now. I thought, yeah, he can defend and track back, but again, he created nothing for Isaac. So that's, <clears throat> that's somewhere where we need ASM back because he will create for Isaac and he's probably the same player on the same wavelength with his pace. Back in, you know, because Isaac's pace on Saturday was frightening, some of the runs he was making. But yeah, I, I think he'll score more goals than he misses anyway. So it's only second game. <coughs> Do, you exactly. Do you think it will affect Isaac off the back of that? Do you think it, it will have, will, will have an issue with Isaac, you know, uh, in front of goal after that game? Or do you think he's, he's just going to? keep doing what he does in terms of being being a threat and uh, creating opportunities for himself. Well, that's it. I think the more chances he'll get, he'll, I think it's just getting chances. I think if he keeps creating chances, I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll score more than he'll miss. But again, the problem is, is who's going to create it? Because again, Saturday, he had to create his own chances. Um, obviously, Longstaff created them on Wednesday, but again, he was just like an oil tanker on Saturday. He was just so slow and sluggish on the ball and I think out of the three I think he should be the more vulnerable one to get dropped if Bruno doesn't come back in for if uh, if he's thinking about playing Anderson I think oh cheers Shawshank um, I think uh, <laughs> I saw Martin comment there he is I uh, Shawshank must be on overtime tonight um, uh, he'll be back on the I show say, uh, maybe tomorrow uh, yeah it's just again though as I've said, that's just, I think, you know, we've paid £58 million for him, which tells you everything you need to know that the owners and the team are confident he will score the goals. So, <coughs> and I think um, he will as well. I'm reckon, I mean, do you reckon he'll get the season, in your opinion? If he gets 15, that's a good haul for me, because last season, our main striker, Wilson, was he scored eight. And then we had ESM score five, and then Fraser score two, and Almer on one. Now, if Isaac can get fifteen goals on his own, that's that's fifteen more goals, and the whole them put that's more than all them put together really. So, apart from Wilson, 
he scores more goals than all them wingers put together. So that could be the difference between finishing where was it eleventh last season to finishing in the top ten as them goals. But yeah. again, well, if we're getting diddled by the referees, like why you tweaking VAR, then you know we could probably score as many goals as we want, but could get choked off or oppositional score goals that aren't meant to be goals. And you know, it's just it's out of our hands seemingly all the time, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, just referring to one of the lads here. Uh, mm. uh, yeah. So, um, Sam. Yeah, I was just going to say, Sam. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put you back in the green room. Thanks for coming on to having a chat and uh, having a, a bitch and a moan about bar like everybody else. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you for the next bad decision. <laughs> No, no. Okay, good, good catching up with you, Sam, and we'll talk to you later. Nice see you. See you. Take speak care. soon. Catch us all. Yeah, have a good night. Drop, drop. Take care, mate. See you later. Great to have Sam. Uh, great to see him again. We haven't seen more since, since the last live line. I'd say we haven't seen Sam. But uh, just wanted to mention two things. Uh, one is cheers, Roy, for the do- donation as as well to the channel. As always, thank, thanks, sir for the donation to the channel and also to, to Jordy Mick. I uh, hope you're getting be- feeling better, Jordy Mick. Uh, he's, he's been watching these shows uh, while he's uh, recovering from an operation, uh, one, one of his operations. So uh, get well soon, Jordy Mick, and uh, we'll see you. Maybe you can join us someday when you're back on your feet. So join us for one of these shows. So great to have you uh, with us. But um, let's get our next guest out. Now, some people know these, this, this, our next guest as Jimmy. But not tonight. He is Dirty South Max. Welcome, Jimmy. Hello, hello, hello. We yeah. are back. We are <laughs> back. <laughs> How you doing, my man? You okay? I am good. It's a holiday today, so happy Labor Day, even for you lazy americans that don't want to work you know holidays <laughs> hey i tell you what jimmy you, you guys over there over the pod get more holidays than anyone else <laughs> in the world you must love it oh jesus yes as long as you keep a democrat in office i mean biden just <laughs> makes up holidays it's great <laughs> love it love it well uh, look it, it, it's part of tradition jimmy like I have to ask you, what's the weather like today? <laughs> it's finally, we're getting out of that mode where we had all this humidity, depressing weather, just like, today is like 90 but or 80, but no humidity. There's a breeze, it's beautiful. This is the way it should be. Nice. Those nice. 100 de- degree days, I don't, you know, I'm I'm not the Jordy Dennis, so I'm not used to all that. <laughs> I don't live in the Middle East. Nah, good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, it was but, lashing but, rain here today in Ireland. It was like like a mini storm going on. So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd take some of that. Give me any day. Thunderstorm. Well, that's every day. Jesus. The thunderstorm. Yeah. Oh, it's nothing. Nothing like a good thunderstorm at night. I mean. <laughs> Oh God! You sleep. You, you you sleep so well. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got my sunglasses on. I figure I'll channel my Stevie Wonder. 
because that seems to be what the VAR refs are doing. So. Oh, love it. <laughs> Come on, then. Tell us about it, man. Talk to us, Jimmy. What are your thoughts? I, I've come to the conclusion that these were good referees somehow or at some time. They got to the Premier League. And then they get here and they forget how to ref. I'm convinced that the refer referees association what is it? P L M O or some crap. <laughs> I I honestly think they're trying to sabotage this. They they you've always had I guess in football where the referee's decision on the field is final. And I just don't think, for one, they like the VAR system because it forces them to have to call out their colleagues. You know, if I, I just, there's no way you become a bad referee overnight. And the fact that I sent a tweet out today is why are all the the ex-referees on Sky, experts at VAR, but nobody officiating right now knows what the hell they're doing. Exactly. I, th I think uh, there's, there's so many suggestions of, of think ways that can improve it, like like having a professional team of VAR experts, not ex referees, uh, and they're independent from referees, and and the whole uh, mic and people up or mic and the refs up, yes. and, and yes. hear what's actually going on in, in the VAR discussions. That that's the one I'd like I'd like to to happen, um, and just hear the logic if they could if they could. could uh, to see what what the decision making process is, how they, especially that 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 yeah. goal at the weekend, how how they ruled it out. Well, leave it up to U.S. soccer to do anything progressive, but they're exper experimenting next year do the uh, through the uh, the U.S. Open Cup of basically. Um, tried to simplify the offsides rules that offsides will only be applied if a part of your body that you can actually score with is offside, eliminating the hands and the arms because you can't score with that makes too much sense not to do it you can't score with your arms. Who cares if it's, you know, your torso, your scoring parts of your body are still onside. Even is on. That's what we were always told growing up. A living. They're just taking their arms out of the equation. Shoulders, knee, like Miggy does, his face. I mean, <laughs> everything. All that will be eliminated. <laughs> I love that rule. I love it. And and Jimmy, I see uh, your, your mate Jeff Jeff Carter is in in the chat. I haven't seen Jeff yes. in the chat for ages. So great great to, to see you back in the chat. Jesus. Chat Jeff. I mean, I'll take a picture of him and <laughs> add it to his his archive of 
antiques. We hadn't heard from him for a while. No, we haven't. <laughs> you know what to do? You know what to do, my man? Come and join the party. Ah. Uh, but, yeah, the game this week was shit. Followed, followed up by shitty college football. My team's losing. And then on Sunday, I get to watch another shittier performance from Atlanta United. So, yeah, this whole weekend was just crap. <laughs> Jimmy, we have a question for you from uh, uh, from um, Double O Roller himself, Mr. Keith Roll, Double O Seven. We've got what does Jimmy, aka Dirty South Mags, think of Everton this season? <laughs> That's a loaded question, Keith. <laughs> one, one, one. They're they're still shit, and but I have to admit. I was pulling for them during the Liverpool Liverpool match. <laughs> the the tweet the tweet I had today, this guy, it was brilliant. It was the, the picture of Klopp, his painting on side of some bar. He said, "Well, we we used to have Elf on the shelf. Now we have Crick on the brick." <laughs> <laughs> and that that so summed it up. But yeah, it was. Um, I don't. I don't. Where does Gordon or Jordan Pickford get these matches from? He has them like every five matches or something. He just pulls out something. You're just like, no way. But Pope should still be the number one. It always seems to be Jimmy when he's about to lose his face or his place is number one in the team. He always pulls out a little masterclass every so often that just keeps uh, Gareth Southgate thinking, yeah, he's my number one. Just yeah. as he's probably considering maybe a change. So this is what this is what Jordan Pickford does. It, it'll probably have a, a, you know, the two or three absolute shockers in the next mm-hmm. few days. But it's always that, always that one-off magical game. And he was brilliant, to be fair, right? as much as I hate him. He was very good, and that's what he does, just to keep himself in that conversation. There's still guard. Uh oh. Oh, okay, I'm back. I lost y'all for a second. Yeah, they're still garbage, and you know, but uh, it's a city with two shit teams, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) I'm not going to disagree with you, Jimmy. No, and and, and uh, Chris Hall isn't here to defend them either, so uh, we'll take that. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks, Mr. Roll. Thanks, Keith. <laughs> um, uh, anything else you want to add um, before we let you go about NUFC? NFC, you, um, shoot, I got all my teams mixed up. Fantasy football. But, um, I'm just ready for three points. I mean, it seems like last year, these were losses. This year, they're draws. <laughs> Eventually, these will start becoming wins. <laughs> and I, I, we need three points. I mean, the fact that man, you is now above us just really ticks me off. Me too. Um, 
but yeah. Uh, wait, what? Oh wait, I was gonna say in close in closing. The if you get a chance to see the the World Cup jerseys for the U.S., absolute garbage. Um, it they are they're terrible. They will not be receiving ninety dollars from me this year. They got a. I just spent twenty for DH Gate. Thank you, Bard, for to, turning me on to that. But they they didn't get full price from me. There's no way. Um, so if you get a chance to check them out, we're gonna be the stupidest looking team in the World Cup. And our and our play just might show it. Okay. Just, Jimmy, before we let you go. There's, there's, been, there's another request from Keith Roll. He's, he's on the roll. Is our Keith? Uh, he, he says, Daz and Pete, I wanted to hear Jimmy say the catchphrase from last season. Do you remember what that was? Blue turds. Hey, there you go. There you go. Now, Keith. <laughs> yes. Love it. Nice one. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, I, thanks for joining us. I, no, no problem. No problem. Jordy Mick. I mean, you can still come on. You're just laying there. You know you're watching. You can still come on. Yeah. I know you might be painkillered pain up, but you can text me. You can come on. There you go. All right, There's guys. a challenge. Challenge to Jordy Mick. Always a pleasure, guys. Cheers, Jamie. Great, great to finally meet you. It was the first time I talked to you. But talked to you plenty of times on Twitter. But uh, we'll, we'll see you again, buddy. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thanks, Jimmy. Take care, my man. Deadly to have Jimmy on. I finally get to, to, to meet Jimmy. Yeah, you, 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 yourself and Chris have met, met him loads of times, but that was my first time to, to meet him. Um, Great guy. Seb, if you can hear me, turn on your camera. Because uh, I, I know I know it's uh, Seb uh, from who we used to have. Oh, there he is. He's ready. He's, he's ready. Right, magic right. Before we get, get Seb on, I just want to say another... Uh, uh, thank you to Darren, Darren Wrinkle. Uh, thank you very much. That's great uh, being back and talking in UFC. So that was obviously Darren that was on the show this uh, earlier. So thank, thanks, Darren. Thanks for the donation to the to the channel. Uh, great, great, uh, great to speak to you. Um, so let's get Seb on. I remember Seb from uh, back in the, the takeover days, and uh, yeah, always brings a great point. So interesting, and, and, and always brings a twist as well. So I want to hear what, what Seb has to say. Welcome, Seb. Yes, how are we, gents? Been a while. Yeah, well. all good. Can you hear me yeah. okay? Yeah, all good, man. Yeah, good, okay. good. Good to see you. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, let's start off with the VAR decisions. Um, I believe, yes, it's been unfortunate. And I understand that, yeah, people are disappointed. And we have been hard done by, and the officials are totally to blame. But I'm of the opinion that over the course of the season, I feel it will balance out. So we're going to have we're going to have games where the, 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 the decisions don't go the opposition's way. So on the flip side, then, are we, A, going to say, oh, well, we didn't deserve the points, or are we going to say, B, well, we deserve the decision because everything averages out? So, yes, I know six times or five times, whatever has happened is a lot, but I believe over the course of a season, things will go away. Yeah, every single one of those decisions. It is a lot, it is a lot, but I, I genuinely believe that. And also, remember, it's not like we lost these games. And yes, we wanted yeah. the win as well, but 
yeah. I mean, that's all I've got to say about that. I, I, I'm not buying me personally. I don't believe in the conspiracy narrative, but I'm, I'm not challenging people's opinion. I'm saying they shouldn't do it, but that's just my opinion. I think I don't want to overthink too much of this stuff. But no, I, I do. Think... I hear what you're saying, Seb. And, and look, I, I don't believe the conspiracy theory either yet. <laughs> but if it keeps continuing, I will. <laughs> but uh, um, and I, I just think it's it, just incompetence. Incompetence. I'm sure. I'm sure as well. Okay, and and okay, uh, I work in tech, so so uh, maybe these guys don't don't aren't, aren't able to operate the the, the controls. <laughs> I know there's someone there's someone has to be someone there showing them how to do things as well, and they, they can have that from another. You, you imagine that they'd know the capabilities of the system and go, no, no, I don't. I, can we, can we, can you move it a different way? Can you give me other angles to work with here? I need to see from here and ask. Know what they're working with. Uh, Ex referees, probably not the best. No, no offense, but maybe some of them are, but they've been general there, but some of them probably aren't either. So that's why it needs professionals in there doing, doing the job. Definitely. Pete. Definitely. No, uh, I think that's a fair point, Seth. Um, you know, it's um, for, for me, I'm, I'm probably slightly more conspiracy theory, although not 100%. <laughs> only, only because, and the reason why I say only because, these decisions have happened after we got taken over, and because of all the all the talk around the takeover and, and the Premier League and the top six and all the rest of it, it just feels like so many decisions since we've been under new ownership have gone against us. And, and in my mind, I'm just kind of thinking like it, it has to be that it's not coincidence that so many decisions. I mean, we talked about so many last season. And, you know, we've already talked about five or six, as, as Dad's put on the screen. Just this season, we're only six games in, and that's my, that's kind of just my train of thought. But but going, going in isolation to the incident on on kind of Saturday with, with the Palace game, you know, what were your initial thoughts when that happened? You know, were you like, were you go mad or, or were you kind of like, you know, a little bit more calm about the situation? Well, I thought to myself, why the hell is the linesman getting involved? The ref gave the goal. So, yeah, essentially I was pissed about it. But I think a part of what's my thinking as well is that the sides we've played against, they're decent sides. Like we're not we're not playing like Bournemouth or Southampton, those kind of teams where you look back and think, damn, we should have won those games. The teams we've got points against, right? These are teams like, we do respect, Palace are a good side, okay? Um, they beat us last season. I'm sure every season we either draw, or lose or win against them, but... I think that's part of my thinking. If, we, if it was against the low, the lesser sides where we go in those games, demand we, we get three points. Yes, yes, we deserve to win, but I don't know. Maybe that's just a part of my thinking. Like Palace, Brighton, these are these are okay sides, and they're kind of mid-table teams, aren't they? They're, they're, they're the teams you'd expect to be mid-table, and and maybe that's my thought. You know, that maybe I don't know what you think, Daz. Maybe that's my thought and why I maybe so frustrated that we didn't beat them because I'm looking at Newcastle potentially fighting for the you know eighth position in the Premier League this season and and if we're going to finish in the eighth position although Palace are a good side they've got some good players Seb I remember on on our chat you you were talking about you know the likes of Eze and Zaha and and some of those players that are, and, and they're top <clears> players um but I do believe that if we're going to finish in that eighth position we need to beat teams like that um 
but you know, it, 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 it's an interesting one. But like, are you are you of the mindset that we should have won the game anyway, even even aside from that decision? Yeah, we definitely deserve to win the game. So I popped out uh, quickly. I missed about ten minutes. I popped to the shop, or about five minutes of the game, and I met a Palace fan on my way back, and he just popped to the shop as well. And he said, "Yeah, I'm watching a game," but and he blatantly said, "Yeah, it's a good game, but I still think you lot are going to win." So Palace fans were saying that. I think it was about. 66 five minutes on the clock and they just thought well i think we're going to lose this game so yes we should have won that game but to be fair i think a part of me that's slightly calm as well is that i've looked at our next four fixtures okay we've got west ham away okay this is a good time to play west ham okay they've got Poqueta now but he hasn't settled in right he hasn't found his yeah. feet they're not in great form this is a good time to play them okay then we've got i think fulham Brentford and then who else we got? Born no, we've got Bournemouth after West Ham at Bournemouth, home, right? Yeah. So when I look at our next fixtures, I kind of feel look, this is okay. Yeah. I I, I see here what you're saying uh, said, but are, are you thinking of that from like the old Newcastle point of view? Oh, we'll get our points, the points we need to kind of stay up. And when I know Pete, you're, you're thinking the other uh, the opposite uh, that we need these points because we need to challenge for for Europe, get in, get in the European places. And going back to a few things you said earlier, sorry, I didn't answer was that yeah, I was definitely pissed off, like everybody else, when I heard it. And the, 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 and I couldn't believe it either because even the commentators, it was uh, it was Ian Dowie was on commentary when I when I was and he couldn't believe. He's, he's a, it's definitely a goal here. There's no way that they can say it was not a goal, and then lo and behold, it was uh, it was ruled out. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it, it seems just like a, a way that they've, they've manufactured a way to slow us down again. And like, and now I'm reeling back into conspiracy theory thing again. But and I think <laughs> I that's, 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 you, that's you're, you're yeah, I know flip, flip yeah. on there. And I think that's where where what what Amanda's saying and what the club have come out with. They're, they're going right. That's enough of this shit now. Uh, we look at you've, there's, there's, there's six things in a row here, and the, the things from last season. You've had enough. You had your you had your little thing. Now sort it out because we're not standing up for standing up for this shit anymore. I don't know what they can do if if it happens again. But uh, but uh, look, it, they're making it making a point of it, calling it out. And I'm, I'm sure if something mental happened again, then there'll be more on on our side again, saying that this is corrupt in some fashion. But again. We'll leave it for now with, with starting the project. There you go. There you go. Back to the point you just made about, is that with a view of us staying up or Pete's view of us getting into Europe? It's not just totally about, oh, just settling for a point here or there. That That's nothing to do with it, believe me. Um, I just, when I was referencing the next games, it's not because we need points from them. I just believe that, yes, we haven't won for five games or so. And let's be honest, if, say, in two, three games' time, if we get two wins out of three or seven points out of nine, are we realistically going to be looking through his back of those results? We're going to be thinking about our last two, three games. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, mean. I think that's a more than fair point. I mean, if you look at it, yes, we've only won one game this season, but we're, we're, we've gone away to Brighton. We've gone away to Wolves. We've gone away to Anfield. Um, and yes, we've only lost one of those games. We've had, yeah, okay, we've had Palace at home, but we've had Man City at home as well. Yeah. You look at those fixtures... They're tough fixtures. And then the next one, away at West Ham. In, in my mind, I'm frustrated about the Palace game. But in my mind, in the same breath, is that actually we've got Wolves out the way, away from home. Brighton out the way, away from home. You know, we've got Anfield out the way, away from home. And, you know, all those games are gone that later in the season could be difficult games. 
and we've not lost all any of them obviously apart from Anfield but we've not lost any of those those games against Brighton against Wolves against the type of teams that we're going to be up up and around you know this season so that maybe fills me with a little bit of confidence but um you know what are your thoughts going into the next game against West Ham obviously we've got a point there last season um you know you've mentioned as well they're not on great form yeah. can you do, do you believe we can go there and win do you believe that we can get something from that game next Sunday well first thing I'll say is that it does depend uh in terms of Bruno and ASM it will be very helpful if one of them are available okay um I don't know what the status is with them um having at least one of them back if not both having at least one of them back will fill with a lot more confidence but the way we've played, and once again, for me personally, their current form is a major factor. They're not on great form. It's a good time to play them. don't think they've won a game. Um, and I've got massive confidence in our centre-backs. Okay, they're solid. Okay, we've talked about it on the Southern Group, Pete, about who's who's the best starters. I personally, I'd like to start Burn. But, um, yeah, we've got a full-strength defence. And ASM being... Let, let's talk about... Um, one other thing we'll talk about the other, the other day in the group was about Fraser's form. Um, at the end of the day, I don't believe his legs have gone. I think that's a little bit over the top. That's just my opinion. Okay, He's been injured. He hasn't had a lot of form, but I think he's got a lot to offer. And obviously, we're going to play him anyway, and he's better than Murphy. So that's that's one narrative I'm not yeah. believing. Well, he's, he's, his legs have gone. You'd rather start Fraser over Murphy. There's been a lot of talk over the last 24 hours that there's been a lot of fans, and I don't know if people in the chat feel the same, there's been a lot of fans that are saying they would rather Elliot Anderson play over Fraser. Are you of the same mindset, or would you would you would you go with Anderson and, and say, you know what, let's give him a start away at West Ham at the Olympic Stadium, or are you like, like you've talked quite positively about Ryan Fraser? Would you still persist with Fraser going into that game? Right. Well, Anderson, I don't see him as a wide player. Yes, I remember he came off the bench against Brighton and he hit the bent, um, he hit the, uh, the the crossbar, etc. Um, but where do you play him in terms of? All right, uh, in terms of the centre midfielders, we're going to drop. I think it makes more sense to rotate between Willock and uh, Longstaff, which is unlikely. I don't see us playing Anderson at a Fraser unless we play him as an inverted forward. So. I think just for now he's okay. I think he needs a couple of more starts. Um, start him against uh, Palace when we played him in the cup. Start him in, a in that game. But I'm just not sure. Maybe Bournemouth at home. But uh, in a game like West Ham away, West Ham got some good players. Yeah, it's a tough game to throw him into from the start. Right? But mm. I, I think he does. He does need to start. I know I saw something else here today um, on on um, Twitter when it was about uh, who would you pick. Uh, for your your midfield three, uh, like the top one is is our our, our normal one. Let's say with uh, JSF and Bruno and Willock. Then with the kind of we've had uh, Longstaff in there, and there's a call for for uh, dropping Willock and bringing um, Elliot Anderson in there as well, playing the kind of Willock role. Um, so I don't know how much. What I would say is that I don't know how much of that because Anderson is not really a centre mid, how much of that dirty work can he do? Because obviously Longstaff puts himself about. Yeah, fair enough, he makes a few mistakes here or there, but he does put himself about. Um, Willick's got the energy, he can do the running, we know that. But Anderson, in a midfield three, I'm just not sure. I'd rather test him out against lesser opposition. Um, I wouldn't say Palace in the cup, obviously, is not lesser opposition, but it's a less risky game. If we get knocked out of the cup, it's not great. 
But in terms of starting him, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just a bit pessimistic. But it's, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, we have to see. We have to see if Bruno and uh, ASM are, are fit, and hopefully, yeah, it would be a great game to bring them into. Uh, and, and of course, one of the battleground Europe games, beat. Uh, one, one, that, one, that, one that I'm sure you'd love to rob into Dan Lawless's face. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully, we're going to be speaking to Dan Lawless this week in the build-up to, to the West Ham game. Um, yeah, it, away days is, is going to be a big one. But look, from, from an away, um, from a battleground Europe point of view, it will be it will be lovely to get those three points against West Ham. Um, there's no doubt about it. And obviously, Seb, you know, you're yeah. from... You're from London ways, so it's always that. I imagine it's always nice for you to to get the three points over over the London teams. Do you know what? The funny thing is that I live in this Selhurst Park, so Palace is like my local. So and my brother supports Palace, etc. I've been to Selhurst Park a few times actually. I'll go there quite often, and um, it's nothing to do with that. Why I'm leaning the fact we didn't win, but um, I've even got Palace fans saying, "Yeah, you guys, you should have got, you should have won that game." Did you, did you say your brother is is a Palace fan? Yeah, he sports Palace. Yeah, fans. oh, he's yeah. bragging right here. The next game, <laughs> the next game. Yeah, but but uh, one last thing, Blacks. I know you got people coming on. I just want to yeah. discuss the um, uh, obviously when Wilson comes back because there's a lot of this. Yeah, let's just obviously we paid sixty mil for Isaac. Yes, he needs starts. We need to see him play. What are you guys' thoughts of um, managing Wilson's playing time? Because obviously he's got goals in him. But what are we going to do when he comes back? I think we have to all alternate them, uh, and 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 uh, yeah, as, as you said, man, manage Wilson. Um, and I suppose the, the good thing is that if he does happen to break down, we're not going. Oh no, yeah, we're yeah. screwed here. We have we we have Ezek, but I think I think Ezek will will, will, will command us, and it'll be uh, Ezek coming off, and then like imagine imagine throwing throwing Wilson on in sixty minutes. Yeah. That'd be unreal, or or, or vice versa. Uh, so. And, and and it's going to have manager the, uh, the opposition managers uh, scratching their heads. What are they going to do with that? Like, so it's a good, good, it's, a good it's a good position to be in. Yep, definitely, hundred percent, man. Yeah. I think it's a great question, Ted. Um, it's an interesting one because I think Eddie Howe is probably going to want to manage his minutes, but I don't think Wilson's going to want to have his minutes managed because if if, if anyone's listened to his podcast with uh, Mikel Antonio. He is desperate, desperate to get in that England squad, and he's going to want to play every minute that's possible and available to him. So, I actually think, and I think you've talked, you've touched on it as well, Seb, earlier on. I actually think there's going to be the potential for Wilson and Isaac to play in the same team, and I think Miggy could well be the guy that loses out on the back of that because we know that Isaac can play on that right-hand side uh, of a front three. So I think at some point it will be Wilson up top with Isaac playing on that right-hand side um, to give Wilson the opportunity to score the goals that allows him to get into the England squad. Um, and let's face it, after this weekend, with Ivan Tony getting a hat-trick, all the talk is about him at the moment getting in the England squad, which brings him down the pecking order one. Mm-hmm. So he wants to be playing every minute to get the goals, to be able to 
um, give him put himself at the front of the queue. So uh, I, I do think there's going to be a little bit of a battle there between Howe and Wilson and what they want in order to make that work. Yeah, personally, I think he's. Um, sorry, it's your turn, Daz. You gonna go? No, no, no. You you work away, Seb. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm just laughing. Yeah. Funby is is making faces at me here. He's dying to get on. <laughs> I, I think for injured Wilson's injury record, I think he's that 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 ship sailed because he hasn't played in any of the friendlies. He hasn't got chemistry of the, the team. If he was going into the next squad, fair enough. But he's not even going to make the next squad because he's injured. How many more friendlies are there before the World Cup? So obviously get him, get him uh, into embedded with the team. I, I think that ship sailed personally. Yeah, I think it's going to be very difficult for him to get in the, the England squad, and that's just a raft of injuries. Um, and he, he commands the the, the spot over Ezek. We'll see, we'll see. I guess. Yeah. Um, Seb. We're going to have to say goodnight to you. Thanks a million for coming on and, yeah, and uh, bringing us in, in various different uh, directions and and uh, not just virus. That that was that was positive. Thanks. Uh, looking forward to oh, having goodness. you back on again. And, yeah, uh, you, that, man. Don't don't leave us so long the next time though. We'll be back <laughs> on again soon. Take right, care, bro. mate. No problem, man. See you later. Bye, and that's it for the night now. Uh, yeah, we've we'll, we'll closed up shop, will we? <laughs> oh, right, funny, man. Here, here he is. Here he is. Here's Funby. Welcome, buddy. Uh, you lot need a better green room, man. I'm out here. Just, there's no fruit in this month. There's no drink. <laughs> just shaking my head left, right, and center. I want to open by saying everything Seb said was trash. I didn't agree with nothing. <laughs> now nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. What's going on, lads? It's good to see you. Good to see you too, mate. Good, good man. Glad to have you back on, my man. Been too yeah, long. yeah. I'm, I, do you know what? I'm probably the happiest Newcastle fan in the world, man. I'm just, hey, you know what? We went five games unbeaten, you know? Like, we were that team. Like, we're hard <laughs> to beat. The defense is sorted. I like that. We just need to touch up that top. I'm not going to slay no players because there's no need. <laughs> but I just want to. I just want the Newcastle fans to to manage their expectations, man. We're going somewhere in it, and we don't have to get there tomorrow. Just so I'm saying, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. We got to stick with the team because Newcastle fans are starting to sound like fans that I don't like. Like you know, when you listen to Arsenal fans, and then you're just like, why are you? I heard a Liverpool fan say, if we just lose, the, if we just win the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup, it's been a shambles of a season. I was like, for real? <laughs> I'll take one of those, and I'll be running my mouth for two years. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We, if we got one of those, I swear, there'd be parties in Newcastle for two weeks. Oh, watch the league run up in two seasons. Like, I would, <laughs> like, you know, so I just want Newcastle fans to know we're going somewhere, man. The team is getting there, you know. Look, man, we lost Bruno and ASM, and I didn't realise how much the quality <laughs> drops when we lose those two players. Yeah. I just didn't realise, you know. But thank God we don't lose Joe Linton. Because he's the only player we can't lose in that midfield. Because the rest of them, are, you know, they're nice people. Jolinton keeps us, you know, he keeps us rude in their faces and kind of thing. So once we get our players back with Isaac and, and Isaac and ASM, this is what I'm excited about. I like Callum Wilson. But Callum Wilson's not like, he's, he's, he's that killer in the box, right? When um, ASM and Isaac start doing them one-twos outside the box where he comes deep and comes to get the ball and they pass between Bruno and themselves, we'll be causing havoc for defences. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm looking forward to all that link-up play to come. Plus, Isaac hasn't even trained with the team yet. Like, he's playing on instinct. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So once we get those things going, because you could see in that game against Palace, Sam went on his wavelength. You know what I mean? They didn't understand what to do with him. 
but we'll get there. So there's nothing to panic about. I know the decisions are mad. I was depressed when I saw that stupid. I don't even understand it half the time, but I'm just trying to look forward. Eddie Howe's got us in a good place, and I just think what, we're going to start seeing the, the 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 better days eventually. Look at Villa and West Ham, man. I laugh every day when I see them in the table. <laughs> That man said we're not ready yet. That man on one point. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We've come far, man. I'm laughing at them, man. Look at Leicester. Remember they said we won't make top six. We'll have to fight for top eight. But that man. <laughs> now I'm good. Newcastle on fire, man. Yeah, no, look, look, we, we've got so many good things to, to, to be thankful for. Like, uh, the, these little things, we'll get over them. And I think uh, we're making a point of it now. So uh, uh, in the future, they, they, won't, uh, they won't hand out, uh, give away our points uh, as, as easy. <laughs> uh, but uh, and as, as you said there, they have a, a cousin that hasn't trained them. Imagine when he, when he, he, he doesn't train and with, with ASM and he's gone, what is he at? <laughs> That'll be fun. Once but, they and, start uh, doing those one-twos and start... Cause you know, Asa can dribble too, and you know, you know, like when the Brazilian players start dribbling, like when Robinho does his skill and he passes to Ronaldinho, it's like now nah, I got to do a flick over my head. Now, do you know what I mean? That's just, <laughs> we're gonna start seeing that. When, like the airport scene, right? Because if Asa starts seeing them stepovers, Asa's like, oh hell no, you're gonna show me up. You know what I mean? So it's just I can't wait to see it. You know? Look, you mentioned actually. You mentioned you talked about managing expectations and managing expectations. Um, from the point of view of a fan base. You know, look, I'm interested to know what your expectations are in Newcastle this season. Where do where, what what do you expect from the clip from the team this season? And where Yo, do you expect to finish? I Pete, they've already exceeded my expectations. At this time yeah. last season, yeah, I couldn't turn on the TV, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't look at my own team, Rude Boy. I I've bought three kids this season. <laughs> like, my expectations have been blown out, Ruben. Like, I didn't see none of this coming. Look how we play City. Look how we play City. I know. Like, I, know. I was like, is this my team? Are we doing free kicks like this yet? <laughs> Bro, every time I see Botman play a through pass to the centre mid, my expectations are gone, Ruben. <laughs> so I'm just happy to see where this is all going, man. This is a new team, you know. Like we're actually going places. I can <laughs> see it. Like them and are 22. 22. In three years' time, we'll have the Van Dyke on our hands. Do you know what I'm saying? So for this season, I was like, I don't need the Europe. I don't need to qualify for I don't want to put pressure. Because look at Arsenal fans. They did so well last season. But because they were so ungrateful, they were mad at fifth. I don't want to be like that. Do you see what I'm saying? I appreciate what how he's done. I appreciate how difficult the league is. And so my expectations are as long as we keep moving forward, I'll take 10th, I'll take 9th. It's all good. That means next season we build on that. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm not look, I'm not putting pressure to win a trophy. I want the last we have good I, I them and our good friends on Instagram. They support each other. I just want a good camp around the team. There's no bad eggs, it's vibes, vibes, vibes. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm happy where it's at. I don't really put an expectation on the team. I just want to see us play good football. We've not played a bad... Apart from the Brian game, we've not really stunk out the joint this season. We've played with our heart, you know? So I'm just really happy to see how the team's moving, man. Funby, we have a challenge for you. This is the cube after all, the, the load of cube. So maybe we should, we should have had music for this, but this comes <laughs> from Daryl. Daryl asks, loving the positive, positivity, Funby. But talk to us about Murphy and Wood. You know what I said, yeah, right. I'm not going to slay any players today. You're not going to bring me down because those two names get my heart blood rushing. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Murphy, you know, God bless him. 
it's like he's forgotten how it's not even you know but at times you see me in patches like you know there's something there this season i've not even seen anything and wood you know god bless him uh, he does nothing for our team <laughs> Hey, you see against Liverpool, yeah? When they brought on Wood, I just put my head down like, yeah. What are we going to do tonight now? So, them man, you know, they're professionals, but we, imagine, yeah, Wood must be thinking, what's my life about? Callum Wilson gets injured and they sign a 60 million striker. He must have been thinking, they don't rate me here. <laughs> so, Wood is done, man. There's nothing we can do with Wood. It was a panic buy. We've got to live with that. You know, just charge that to the game. Murphy, by this time next season, he has to be gone. He just has yeah, to yeah. be gone. Yeah, it's, it's we a can't pretty, carry these man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can't. Even, like, I love the team. Look at Joe Willock. Like, he, if, if we're going places, he's going to have to improve. He just has to improve. Otherwise, we can't carry these people no more. Do you see what I'm saying? He's, he has started to play a bit better, though. And he's, he's linking up well with uh, Ezek as well. So, Pete, yeah. you want to get in? No, uh, no, I, I, I agree. I agree with what Fummy said. It's like, it, you know, it was really, really interesting that when Murphy came on the pitch at Molyneux for the Wolves game, and I, I was in the stands, you could almost hear the groans from the from the away end. It, you know, I'm, I'm not even joking. It was a bit like, oh, fuck. Like, it, was, it was a bit like that. Like, and, and, and no, I don't think anyone's having any disrespect towards him it's just that everyone knows what you what you've just said for me is that they know that he's not at the level that we want and, and yes he was involved in the goal but um he didn't actually contribute to the goal he didn't no put a ball no in. it was kind no. of just clearance that fell to asm and yeah yeah finish but people know that he's just not at the level i even i even think eddie howe knows i think the yeah for murphy is that he's still got five years to run on his contract. Mad. Why? Why? Mad. No, no, nobody's going to take it. Nobody's going to take it. Nobody. That's why he smiles so hard in those photos. That's why that grin is so big, bro. I've got five years of this. <laughs> and Pete, yeah, before you go, I just want to touch on L.A. Anderson, yeah? I like the kid's youthful exuberance, but I do think we have to be smart how we use him. Do you see what I'm saying? It's all good just saying start him over this guy or start. But I, even though I have a go at Willock and Sean Longstaff, I believe when Bruno Schmidt, even one of them, is perfect for that midfield. Either one of them. They fit in rightly with Bruno. We get ASM and Isaac. We don't have to worry about who's contributing there. I'm looking for those three front three to cause the problems. So I'm happy with Willock to do the dirty work because he runs hard, he works hard. And then Anderson, I like to see him come on and learn more with the team as opposed to starting over senior players. I feel like there is a, a learning curve. Yeah, we get excited because he's the anomaly. He's, he, no one knows what he's going to do. That's why it's exciting. But in a team, when you start the game and you want some kind of... Look at Cavallio for Liverpool. They started him over Firmino. I was thinking, are you guys high? Firmino killed us. Like, he's the brains. Half time was off. And the game, you can see Firmino brings that. So I feel like it's the same with Anderson. Talented kid, but we have to use him smart. You know, let him learn from the Brunos and the Isaacs and see, okay, this is where I fit in. And then I see we'll, we'll get the best of him. I don't think he should be starting over senior boys just yet. We've got a good thing in that mid. It's not to panic yet. We forget we lost. We had two of our key players missing and Wolves and Palace could barely touch us. Palace, I was like, when are they going to start balling? I thought they were doing this. We were, we were killing them. And j just on, on Wood, and I'm going to, I don't do this often, I'm going to defend Wood for a second. In that first half, right, what, what was happening? I know you're looking at me weird. All, all the balls, the trip, trip, he kept putting balls into the box, balls into the box. Who would have been perfect there in that, in that situation? Yeah. 
Yeah. What? I guess. <laughs> what? Uh, but you know what, Daz? Wood doesn't on, get that. Wouldn't have happened. <laughs> but you know what, Daz? Wood is just not. He's. You know when the ball goes out wide, by the time they look up, he's not even in the box yet. I know. I know. That's the like, thing. It's like, dude, how am I going to cross to you? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and like Fraser, everyone's having to go at Fraser, but Fraser suits that Callum Wilson as a, as up front. Because the moment he gets the ball, he looks up, he's going to whip it, and then Callum is in that box. Whereas um, someone like a, an, an, an Isaac, Isaac is not a run me into the channels, let me get that centre-forward header in. He's a give it to me on the edge of the box, I can wiggle my way through and do a nice finish. So that's why they're going to have to get an understanding. He's not matched for it. I can see he's not the sharpest. And I don't think he's good on the left, to be honest with you. I think he's better on the right. If I'm correct, I'm not sure. But exactly. I think give him a bit more time because he does have, towards the end of last season, he did step up for us and... Even if it's just that little bit there and then, I think it will work. I, I keep forgetting that that is a camp play out wide as well. So well, yeah, as as, as your, your suggestion, that why not have Wilson and Isaac playing on the same team? Well, something to to look forward to as well. With Bruno but I don't think NHL. Isaac will play out wide though, Daz. I don't think he'll play out wide, Pete. I don't think so. I'll be, I think he'll be too up front because I'm not sure about him tracking yeah. the right back with what Miggy does. I'm not sure about Isaac. I don't even want him doing that to be honest with you. So I do think he'll play too up front, but it'll be like a. It'll be kind of like where he will drift off to the left, but it'll be a one of those weird ones where you have two up front. It, it's, it's an interesting one. And, and I almost sort of agree with you because <clears throat> Miggy does such a good job defensively for the team. You know, um, it, you know, Chippers was on earlier when he talked about Miggy kind of not doing the business going forward. And I think it's because he works so hard for the team going back as well. He does such a... He's like the engine in, in, in our midfield or, or in our front line. Is he, he just gives so much protection. So he's not always there in the attacking areas where you want him. But Isaac, it's where we take the, it's where Eddie Howe may take the risk. He might say, mm. you know what? Yes, Isaac might not do the defensive business. But what he will do if we play him further forward, he can kill teams on the right hand uh, side. Yeah. Yeah. Play for Real Sociedad on the right hand side and kill teams with his creativity that way. So it's whether Eddie Howe may take the risk. But I just wanted to touch on a couple of points because you made some really, really good points, a number of points tonight uh, since you've been on. But but in particular about Elliot Anderson, I, I 100% agree with you. There's been lots of talk about him, yet he needs to start, he needs to start, he needs to start. For me, it's part of his development, like you've said, I think he needs to continue to be an impact player off the bench to learn and develop and continue to grow as a player. Now, if he turns around in the next few games and he becomes an impact sub and he then gets two assists or bags two or three goals, then yeah, he might deserve a start at that point because his development would have grown by then. Mm -hmm. But at this point mm -hmm. now, he needs to keep growing and developing. Yeah. It, What's really weird, they don't play in the same position, but I almost I almost see what Ali Anderson's doing. It reminds me a little bit of Wayne Rooney when he was at Everton. Yeah, hundred percent. In terms of his development, because that's what they yeah. did the same way. Is that they yeah. kind of grown and developed him over a period of time off the bench, playing here and there, and then all of a sudden they were like, you know what, he's ready to start. And when mm -hmm. he started, didn't really come out of the team off the back of that, and obviously eventually moved to Man United, but. I just see, I just see Elliot Anderson going the same way if we, yeah. we harness that ability and let him grow and develop. But uh -huh. if you can throw a player into the team and he doesn't play well, and then you don't see him again, we don't. Right. Because no. he, he is a guy that potentially in the next two or three years could be a starter in the Newcastle. Hundred percent. 
Like he's so, like a number I, ten almost sometimes. Yeah, but honestly, from, from from the clips and from what you saw against Palace, he could actually play on the left hand side. It right. was a madness. It was a madness. He was causing yeah. a madness. The one that stood out to me was the last one two against Wolves. The way he went yeah. for the one two, I was like, shit, he's going for the one two. Like he wants to score. So let that right. Nine seven minute, and he was still looking to score that goal or create that yeah. opportunity yeah. to win the goal. That's yeah. what you want in the latter stages. Hundred percent. That's yeah. what we want against West Ham. If we're yeah. if we're one one or nil nil or two two, and we're chasing the game, we want to win that game. You want him putting pressure. Hey, Pete, on the uh, Paqueta cannot score on. He can't score. We just no, can't let Paqueta no, score. We just can't let it happen. <laughs> I don't mind if you we know? do six nil. Paqueta cannot score against us. He just can't <laughs> do it. Someone, someone in the chat put tonight, um, and I can't remember who, about the fact that um, uh, West Ham play on Thursday, which helps us yes, because they'll did. be playing in Europe. Yes. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not being funny, and I don't like to wish injuries on players, but if, if, if Paqueta play, plays and, and pings a hamstring, I'll take it. You I'll know what? It. If we got our full squad, I'm not worried about none of them West Ham players. If we got our full, if Bruno and ASM are back, I'm not worried about none of them, man. I'm not worried about them at all. Do you, Daz, and I'll ask you as well, um, do you boys think, who, okay, I'm, I'm going to reframe that question. Who do you think is going to be back out of those three? Do you think, you know, out of Bruno, Wilson and ASM, do you think maybe one of that, one of the three are going to be back, two of the three, or all of them are going to be back? What, what do you think? I think Bruno and ASM will be back. Yeah. Yeah. And Wilson, you know what, Daz? You know what, Daz? We spent 60 million on a striker. I'm saying three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there. I think all three are going to be back someday. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think all of them were, were and you know, anyhow has emphasized the point about all three injuries and said, not serious, not serious. Mm. Not serious me means a couple of weeks, three weeks max. Sunday's game would have been would have brought Wilson up to three weeks. Okay. ASM, ASM would have been close to two weeks. So would Bruno Gamerez, uh, two and a half weeks. I think all three boys will be ready. And it wouldn't surprise me if the pitches on Thursday going into Friday sees maybe an ASM or a Bruno back in training. And I think, gonna, I think what they're going to do is maybe hold back Wilson no pictures in training on the website. <laughs> Keep him quiet, and then all of a sudden, bang, he's back in. He's either back yeah, well, on the bench. Would would get an injury in 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 the the run out, and then uh, on comes Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, and and of course, Bar was a favor as well. So yeah, we'll take anything we can get. If you want to see the best of Wilson, yeah. We just start Isaac for three games in a row and keep bringing him off the bench and watch him yeah. watch him terrorize defenders. Yeah. <laughs> but you know Wilson don't like to sit on the bench. He'll be fuming. He will be kicking off. Remember <laughs> that time when he came back from the injury and we said, I guess he came back at the City game? We are like, yo, the way Wilson's playing, he's going to score against the Arsenal game. He didn't get it. He got two against Burnley. I said, yeah, it was coming. It was coming still. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh man, Fumbi, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you back, my man. Honestly, good to meet you, bro. Great to, to have you on. 
Um, I'm going to yeah. jump on on the next W, yeah? When we get that next W, I'm going to jump on and scream. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be waiting. Hey, we'll be waiting. Sure we'll do. get you on a reaction tour. <laughs> and look, there's, there's a lot of love in the chat tonight for you. Um, Dean especially, Dean TGR. Um, it just said, you know, you you are the type of energy, positive energy that we needed. And, and um, you know, you've been a fantastic caller, as always, mate. But um, look, it's a pleasure to have you on, man. Thank um, you, man. I'll get you in the chat. Of course, you always do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Daz, good to see you, man. Good night, lads. Take care from me. Have a good day. Peace. Uh, that was a great, a great uh, for, for show, Pete, uh, for for Lord of Cube and uh, great guests all around. So happy with that. Um, you on mute? Oh. No, no, oh, no, I hear you now. No, 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 I hear oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> I might be a bit delayed. Uh, my electrics and Wi-Fi is probably all over the place, so I apologize. Hey, but wait in that kitchen is done. Uh, we we got a guided tour, and I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few things I want to uh, want to say actually, um, and I, I just kind of put a few uh, topics in just because uh, we, we in case anyone brought them up. But there's been I'm not sure if you saw this today, Pete. There's been a, a new commercial partner for for Newcastle as well as well uh, today, Doctor Clinks. Uh, so commercial partner. So all all, uh, all good things there. More money coming in for for signings in January potentially. So that that's good. And I saw this other tweet as well today. And it, it, uh, this is kind of like a bit of a conspiracy theory one. But uh, it's uh, and I'll remove the banner. Is that um yeah in um, Saudi Arabia seems to be start, starting up an airline to to uh, rival uh, the Emirates. So um yeah, and then people are saying. Uh, the, the, this uh, could be a potential sponsor for Newcastle in the in, uh, next season. So one to keep an eye on there as well. So uh, let's let's see how, what happens there. So um, yes, keep things. bringing the money in. Yeah, yeah. Just keep bringing that money in. Come on. <laughs> Look, that, that, uh, you know, the, the doctor that's joined, that's joined the sponsorship, you know, Look, me, myself and you, Daz, we don't need it because we've got a full head of hair. But there's lots of there's there's lots of Newcastle United fans out there that could that could benefit from that. And if I'm right in thinking, there are going to be some competitions or or opportunities to be able to win some free treatments off the back of that sponsorship. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it, on the website it talked about that today. Um, I just had a little read before we went live in that. Um, yeah, there's an opportunity for those that need it that could benefit from from their expertise. So you know, cool. Very fantastic good. for those that need it. But you know, I'm uh, I'm good. I think you're good, Daz. I'm uh, good. I good. Good. the opposite. <laughs> the, the, all, all the all the loaded lads are, do, uh, are good. I don't know about Richie. Maybe maybe I'm not sure if that's choice. That's the life choice, yeah. <laughs> so we're all good. The lonely lads are good. We're just, we're just looking at bringing that extra sponsorship money in that could maybe pay for, who knows, Madison who knows? in January. Yeah, that's a, that's what um, Sam said earlier. He was he was talking about actually before we came on air. He he mentioned Madison and like, why would he sign the contract with Leicester now the way they're going, you know, and potentially Rogers out out the door as well soon. So, 
Yeah, um, I just want to go a few shout outs beat before we bring it to a close. Um, yeah. Shout out, and we, uh, people might have noticed we have a new sponsor as well. Uh, but I'm going to go, Richie, do the, the, the main detail, but I'm just going to give them a shout out to, tonight. So, first of all, I want to give a shout out to shybarns.com. Simon in the chat, as always, as always. Simon, you get into that competition. Uh, <laughs> let me talk to him. Uh, let, me, let me go on uh, from that and go for uh, the, the, the t shirts that Simon does and uh, the hoodies and more t-shirts and it's only a sample you have to go check out uh, the, to the website to check out the what the the latest that he has going and of course the, the, the loaded t-shirt the original loaded t-shirt in a variety of different colors and you also have here the brazilian one the way it is one uh i love that one and uh it comes again in a variety of different colors and there's only a handful here you have to go check it, uh, that out on this site for i need to i'm i'm just in the process of finalizing my uh, details with Simon. I, I keep forgetting, but I'm going to because I've got that Brazilian one on its way very soon. So looking forward to having that one wearing it on the show. <laughs> nice one, nice one. Um, and I, I, I'll have to get that one for the World Cup. I think, yep, that's that's my plan. Uh, so yeah, then a shout out to Pins and Prints as well, uh, and the range that Dean has there available, and also a shout out to Machine House, the Marky Machine House, and uh, the range of t-shirts and hoodies that Marty has available. We, we need to get Marty on. Uh, Marty's been a sponsor for a while now. We need to get him on and have a chat with him. Um, and then we have a new sponsor. I mean, people would have seen it at the side there. It is the Geordie Rise. So uh, we had Sean Casey modeling the, the shirt uh, for, from the Geordie Rice and, and that, that Dean has going there. Uh, they have a white and a black one, and I love what's, what's wrong in the back. But we have in the chat, there's one of the, one of the models in the chat. So here he is, the model himself. Here's Oogie modeling the shirt. There you go. You weren't expecting that tonight, I'm sure. So there, there you are. Uh, loving the shirt, buddy. Um, but yeah, we, we, we'll, uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll bring up the, the website on another night and uh, Richie will give, uh, give the background around the Geordie Rise uh, as well tomorrow on tomorrow's show, which takes me to tomorrow's show, uh, which is, I mentioned it earlier, but one that a lot of people are going to be wanted to see and it was uh, got a great reaction the last time uh, this chap was on and it's it's Keith Hackett. Uh, so Keith Hackett is, is going to join us, the ex, ex Premier League referee uh, is going to come and, and chat to us about all the bad decisions. So uh, that topic doesn't go away. Um, so yeah, that would be an interesting one. And I know uh, Richie is doing his research in, uh, for, for, for that show as, as Richie always does. Uh, but yeah, it should be, should be a good one. Um, so keep an eye on that. It's half seven tomorrow. So um, that was it from me, I think. Pete, Anthony, from you. Of course, away days is coming up. Do you have a day yet, Pete? Um, it, it's likely to be Friday, but I'm just waiting right. on uh, Dan Lawless to get back to me. And uh, uh, he is very, very, it's still very, very angry about the VAR <laughs> for West Ham. So it could be VAR sent. Group therapy. Uh, with, with a little bit of Bruno. Bruno Paqueta talk in there. It's good. It's, it's it's made to be a fun away day show. There's no doubt about it. And whenever Dan comes on, he he's a top top guy. He knows his stuff from West Ham fans TV. But I just wanted to say um, it, some of the some of the comments in there. 
uh, in there about the about uh, our new sponsor at Newcastle. Oggy's um, gone all in. Uh, has anyone messaged Richie? Uh, Jimmy, classic Jimmy. Hopefully not pubic. I don't think it is my man. Um, I definitely don't need to have a top up. I, I'm very, very good. I've got my hat on right now, but look, I've got a full head, full head yeah. of hair, my man. I'm I saw good. him in person. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Daz is confirmed. And vice versa. <laughs> of course, of course. We are both, it's both real hair. Don't worry about that. Um, Kenzie, I've just messaged you on the chat. Um, you've just tuned in. Watch it back. It is a very different show, a fantastic show. Um, uh, and Dean, very nicely put, quite the scalp getting a, a new sponsorship in. I like it. I like <laughs> it. A uh, couple of other comments about Madison. Uh, it wasn't his best game yesterday, but look, Madison's finished his cycle at Leicester. He needs to move on. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Um, so th that's, the, that's the situation with him. And what a model. <laughs> what a model, Oggy. Love it. Love it. What a model. Uh, so I just wanted to put those points out there. Um, hold on one second. I think uh, uh, the main man, Chris Hall, has mentioned something. Join a tense moment there, boys. <laughs> you talking about could do with a topple? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to say that, maybe, maybe Chris. Maybe Chris could do with the could do with the doctor. We. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing that he needs a top up, but you know, if anyone knows, it would be Chris himself. <laughs> so yeah, he's put hashtag sign me up. So uh, maybe, right. maybe the that's our mission. Okay, we we get Chris in there. We get Chris in the competition. <laughs> Petition for Chris. Uh, nice one. Love it. Love it is right. Um, that's it, Pete. That's what I it was. A great, great first show for the Lord of Cube. Um, great, great to have talk, talked to some old faces from previously and, and some new faces as well. So uh, uh, thanks everyone who joined. And if you haven't joined tonight, you know what it's like now. You, you, you know you can come on and talk about Anthony Newcastle related and we'll just, just have a chat. Uh, that, that is it. Um, we'll be back tomorrow night, half seven. So let's, where is me? There it is. And then that's Pete. Nope. We'll see you let's tomorrow go. night. Catch you later. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. How, how, how? Night, night, everyone. Good luck. <laughs>